Welcome to The Wisdom Show, a gathering place for the world's leading experts in the fields of human potential, spirituality, personal development, health, relationships, and more. Join us as we evolve together to the highest expression of our lives. And now, your host, Gene Swan. Hello, everyone. Welcome. We have so many of you listening live today. We thank you all for being here. We've had a lot of excitement about our special guest today, Master Chaldean numerologist Joanne Justice. And we've had a tremendous response to Joanne's offer to do live short readings today. I want to let everyone know how this is going to work. First, we're going to have Joanne explain for us how and why Chaldean numerology works, so we'll have an understanding of it. And then I'm going to um, announce the names of people that Joanne will be doing the charts for. Um, Actually, I'll announce that first because we want people to get ready to talk to Joanne a little later on. Uh, And then we're going to um, do the charts, and we're also going to have questions live on the phone, or you can submit them in the Q&A box on the webcast. The questions that you submit on the webcast should be really general, not pertinent to you, your life purpose, or your specific situation, because that would require Joanne to have a lot more information than we can do on this um, interview today. So for the Q&A box questions and the call-in questions, if you're not having your chart done, if you can just keep your questions general, we would appreciate it. I'm going to announce a few names now, so any of you listening now can call in and be ready for when Joanne does your chart. So these are some of the names um, that we have, Joanne has prepared charts for. Um, Karen, I'm not giving the last name because this information will be personal, so I'll just give the name, the first name, and the birth date. So Karen, born April 12, 1951. Gilda Michelle, born November 1, 1951. Lexis Larice, March 13, 1954, Cynthia Lynn, whose birth date is January 20th of 1966, and Kenneth Wayne, born March 13, 1955. Now, those of you listening that I just mentioned your name, if you can call this number, 206 on your phone, 402-0100, and then it will ask you for a conference ID and password, and that number is 985 639 pound 985639 pound and it will ask you that number twice both the conference ID and the password and those are the same so if those five people can call in I'll mention it again a little later um, for later on in this interview when Joanne will be doing your charts so um, before we also get started I want to tell you a little bit more about Joanne Justice Joanne is a world-renowned authority on Chaldean numerology and author and popular speaker a lifelong spiritual intuitive and a gifted metaphysical practitioner. She trained under her mother, a Chaldean master numerologist, and has been providing thousands of charts and readings since 1984. Joanne has also developed an extensive first-of-its-kind state-of-the-art Chaldean numerology software computer program for accuracy in calculating and generating the charts. She's written two books. Numbers, The Powerful Bridge Beyond, and What Every Parent-to-Be Should Know About Baby Naming. Joanne is really a a gifted, intuitive, helps so many people. She helped me and recently did a chart, which was amazing for me. And I really want to welcome Joanne. We've really been looking forward to this, Joanne. Thanks for being with us. Oh, thank you. I'm really excited to be here. Now, Joanne, to start things off, um, can you explain for us in Chaldean numerology 
What is the importance of the birth name on the birth certificate and our birth date, and how does this reveal so much about our lives? Okay, that's an easy question. First of all, <laughs> your name reveals your three core characteristics. This would be your emotional desire, your personality, and your purpose. Your birth date reveals the development side, which the birth date reveals, which is a fixed sign. It will not change, and that would be your destiny, your personal years, your cycles and challenges, and your pinnacles. So your blueprint is split up by the name and by the birth date. And as a result of it, we can determine how you're wired, your strengths and weaknesses, where you're aggressive, where you're not aggressive, what's working, what's not working, and then you come in, um, part of the name calculation is determining what your lessons in life are, what the karmic lessons are, are bigger than the littler lessons. So it gives us uh, our name. That is the spiritual master plan that everyone is born with, your name and birth date inked onto a birth certificate is your God code. That's looking at you from the inside out instead of the outside in. It provides a tremendous amount of information. And when you understand self first, then everything else starts to shift. Modalities work for you simply because you're at a point in time where you get who you are first. And that's where I think it should start. So I think a lot of people... Most of us probably don't realize the power of our names, and in, and you've written a book about naming babies, and people don't realize usually, I guess, I, I didn't, in naming their children, the power of what name they give their child. Yes, it's really scary because um, what parents don't know is a lot of times they'll pick a name because it's cultural, or they'll pick a name because, you know, somebody told them that, or they thought about years ago that's what they wanted but they have no idea the energy surrounding the name. Now, it's one thing to have pick a name, but then there's usually a middle name and a last name, so it's the total of all of the names assigned to the child that gives off this vibrational pattern of what that child is going to have to live with. So a parent could actually test the name before they assign the name on the birth certificate and understand if that name is going to be balanced for that child. Example, an example would be if the child was given a name that had all the intellectual characteristics. That child would be very, very smart, but very boring. Whereas you want a variety with, you know, success, intelligence, um, the compassionate numbers. And the name divvy ups into, there are actually a total of 51 characteristics, and you get a set of three for every name you assign. So you can imagine if there's 51 total characteristics, it's just unbelievable to imagine what that child is going to have to live with. There's so much that goes into it. Wow, I'm sure people listening will. (laughs) uh, This is amazing information, uh, the power of how it affects life. You mentioned the God Code. What what is the God Code, and how does Chaldean numerology reveal that for us? Okay. Um, Your blueprint, your foundational blueprint is what you're born with. I like to call it the God Code because that's really what it is. It's called a spiritual master plan. It's called uh, an owner's manual. When you buy a product, you get an owner's manual. You get the care and the operation of a particular product. This is no different. If everyone understood how this really, really worked, probably babies would come out from the nursery with this owner's manual. But unfortunately, they have to go through time trying to figure out who they are and their behavior equals uh, their name, and it's very simple to figure out what this child or children will be like simply by how they're assigned the vibrational patterns from the name. Okay, so also you mentioned that how we are wired from the inside out can be right. found out through the charts and readings, and also that we can find our multi-dimensional karmic alignment in this lifetime. 
So exactly. that is so, so powerful. How does this information help us to, to understand that, that, basically what we're here for and what we're here to do? Okay, very simple. First of all, um, let me tell you what goes into the blueprint. Your destiny, which is a fixed sign. A lot of people confuse the destiny with the purpose. The soul desire or emotional desire, your personality, first impressions that, that um, people look to you to see, you know, if you're wearing crummy clothes or uh, you're mouthing off, people have an impression of what that is assigned to. Then the purpose in life, which you aspire to be, well, you want to be a doctor, you want to be a lawyer, what does that want to be over time? And then the life goal is from age 50 on. This is when you've been through midlife, maybe you want to retire, maybe you want to do something um, more superior than what you did earlier on because you're more seasoned. It really depends on what your purpose in life is. And, and keep in mind that a lot of people start off, they start off with hopes and dreams and they get married, they get divorced, they have a family, they go through all kinds of experiences. So things shift along the way. What this gives you is guidance to understand what is your emotional desire? Is it aggressive? Is it not aggressive? Why are you spinning out of control? Because you have numbers that are play numbers instead of work numbers. It is such an unbelievable amount of information that is extracted about you yourself based on the name and birth date assigned to you. I found that in the chart that you generally, generously did for me, Joanne. And um, I've had a lot of different charts done, done a lot of personal development work, but you revealed things that no one else had. And you also told me things about myself that no one had ever told me or about strengths I didn't even know I had. So I did uh, see and experience that the information was really in-depth and different than other information I've received. Oh, I'm sure it was, yes. It's, it's really, there isn't anything missing from it. This is your character analysis, how you're wired, your strengths and weaknesses, what works, what doesn't work, and why you're behaving the way you do. And you also say that once we know our chart and have this owner's manual, a good name for it, um, it, it can help us to implement the techniques of effortless manifestation. So by knowing ourselves, we'll know better how to approach creating what we want then. That's true, but there's one little gotcha in front of that. If you have issues that you haven't resolved, it's sometimes it's really kind of hard to be real positive and manifest all this, uh, the riches and success in life when you're still struggling with self. You really have to go back to self and resolve those issues. And most of those issues stem from childhood abuse or situations, you know, coming from a controlling environment. Most everyone that I do a reading for has been abused in some way, which is, it is unbelievable to think that that's a possibility, but it's true. That's why as children get through time and they haven't resolved those issues, then they grow into adulthood and then they have compounded with more issues because they've never worked on the problem or they don't know what the problem is or they don't know how to get help to fix the problem. So, right, so knowing you how you're wired is going to give you the big picture. It's like I'm taking you into your control center and saying, hey, this is what you look like from the inside out. And by the time you're done, there is nothing we've missed. So a lot of times they aren't aware of the childhood issues. They might have blocked them or buried them or, or not been conscious about them for a long time. Is that right? And then you're able to help them see how it has been hindering them. Not necessarily. They know what's wrong with them. And I'll give you the, the biggest example that I run into on a daily basis. Most people who come from children who come from a very controlling environment or abusive environment can't speak up. They can't express themselves. They're, they're fear-based. And so they bring that into adulthood. Now, they might have a very powerful chart that would suggest that they're going to be leaders and they're going to be very, very aggressive, but they have this block in their throat. And until they resolve that or develop that area, they're going to carry it through 
um, you know, year after year after year until finally they get to a point in time where they've either continued along that path and they can't fix it or um, they run into a situation where they learn to fix it. And so I've also noticed in your reading that you're very intuitive and like a life coach in a way where you're able to take this information and then help a person sort through it and, and understand how to best move forward. Exactly. Now, Chaldean numerology is an ancient science, and it's remained pretty much a secret. You've brought a lot of popularity to it with the books you've done and the thousands of readings you've done. Can you tell us a little bit about the history? Because it dates back thousands of years. It does, and you can trace it back. That's the beautiful part of this system. There are a lot of systems out there that say, quote, unquote, they're numerology, and they have certain results. Well, they, everyone has a result, but are they accurate? No one has ever questioned the story about Pythagoras who proved the system of numbers was accurate, but they just naturally assumed it would be the Western system. But if you go back in history and find out, trace the time, it just cannot have been because Pythagoras was here at the time when the Chaldean numerology was um, about the pre-scientists in the Babylonian days devised this magical, magical formula, mathematical formula that turned letters of the alphabet. At that time, it was, they were sound syllables, and then they boiled them down to letters of the alphabet, turned it into assigned numbers, applying mathematical fa uh, formulas, and as a result of it, we get, for example, in the blueprint, your destiny, your soul desire. Each of these components is a result of a calculation based on your name and your birth date, but based on this mag magical formula. And this one has been handed down since 4004 BCE, but most people don't know about it, and those numerologists that do know about it, this is the most difficult system, and there are a lot of rules associated with this, and there are many books on the market, and most of the books are incorrect. So um, there are not too many people that really understand how this system works and the, the rules of the game. One of the things I found fascinating in reading your book is that you say that the numbers in the birth name and the birth date create a vibrational sound frequency. And oh, yeah. that is the basis of our blueprint. Can you help us to understand that a little bit? Sure. Well, the letters get converted into uh, assigned numbers that have vibrational patterns to those numbers. And as a result of them, for example, um, if we were looking at someone's destiny and they had a one, a one would represent the leader, uh, aggressive, being in the driver's seat, wanting to implement their own ideas, aggressive, the leader. If it's a two, this is a diplomat peacemaker, a very sensitive, not aggressive, and very very much shy and doesn't want to really be in the limelight. The three is the sh social butterfly that's creative, that expresses themselves, that wants to play. The four is the serious worker. Each of the numbers represent a very specific energy. So based on how it's spun into your, your blueprint, based on your name and your birth date, I can tell a story about you through these vibrational patterns, and it is really accurate. It's just amazing what can come out of a reading. So when you do a full chart, not the short readings we're doing today, you're able to calculate nine basic characteristics. So a person has a complete character analysis. So can you tell us what the traits are that you're able to see? Oh, well, I can tell you everything you would need to know about an individual. Um, I can tell you, are you intellectual? Are you a lover? Are you a caregiver? Are you ambitious? Um, are you a hermit and requiring the downtime, loan time? You see, each of these positions we've talked about, the destiny, the soul desire, emotional, personality, purpose, and life goal, each of those are a position. And based on how the calculation comes out, the numbers, you can have duplicate numbers in there, but they might be something slightly different because of how they're positioned. They might mean a little something different for you. 
But knowing how all this works um, is a real bonus for you because you know where you're aggressive, where you're not aggressive. You know where there's a conflict between, you know, some of these are like kids fighting because they don't like each other, these characteristics, so to speak, and so they're fighting with each other, and you need to understand that. And then you go change your name. On top of that, you're playing pin the tail on the donkey, and you don't know what you're getting, and most of the time you go backwards. Therefore, you have two sets of energies that don't like each other. That's really basically boiling it down in a nutshell. So you so help now, people to, to recognize this and understand it and then be able to operate differently based on what they know about themselves that they didn't know before. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, think about this. If you go into a control center and you look at what you can see that you couldn't see before and you have a thorough understanding of how you operate from the inside out, you're going to get the picture. So what are some examples that come to mind of, of dramatic readings where a person really understood themselves for the first time and then was able to create the life they wanted? Wow. Okay. Well, I'll give you one example of a case study. A woman was married for 25 years, and she came to me, and she was all excited and sort of nervous, and she said, I want a divorce. And so when someone brings up that line, they want a divorce, the first question that I ask is, are you in love with your partner or do you love your partner? Because there's a discrepancy between, you know, the two forms of love. And she says, well, here's the truth. My husband is very non-aggressive and she was very aggressive and that they've been married long term. The children are off to college. They have homes. They have assets. They have everything. But he's boring. And so uh, along comes this new employee that she's working with, and he's real exciting, and he's handsome, and he's got all this energy, and he's jumping up and down, and she's thinking, ooh, this is a better deal. Maybe I will just upgrade from what I had to, you know, this new opportunity. And I said, well, wait, that's a big decision you want to make. I said, you're going to throw all this away for the, the, the sake of excitement, which a lot of people do. I see it every day. And I said, why don't we do this? Why don't we run his chart and your chart and do a comparative analysis, and we'll see what's going on here. We did that. We ran his chart. He had all the lover numbers. I said, your husband has got to be a really good lover. And she said, how would you know? And I said, I'm looking at his numbers. You can't miss with these numbers. These are the lover numbers. He's very caring. He's very nurturing, but he's not aggressive. And if you pull her numbers, she had all the aggressive numbers. So the, kind of like the roles were reversed. And I said, there's nothing wrong with your husband. You took over. Um, the household, you want it run a certain way, you took away his power from him, and you deactivated him, so to speak, and then years later, you decide that he's not exciting enough or aggressive, so you want to give it back, and he doesn't want to take it back, but he doesn't know what's going on with you, so now the, now the dilemma is, if you upgrade to another man, what happens if he becomes dominant, overbearing, and he's a lousy lover? She hadn't thought about those three characteristics, or those three um alternatives as to does she want to keep her husband or not. She thought about it for a while, and then she called me back and she said, now that I understand that my husband was never meant to be a leader, he has not one aggressive bone in his body, I understand that I took back the control, what little control that he thought he had, because he let me run the household. And now that I understand this on this level, I want to keep my husband. Wow. That's amazing information to have an insight. It's like as that you... with everyone. Wow. So it's like it is like having an owner's manual for yourself yeah. and understanding your partner. That's an amazing story. Very so this, this information is just so valuable. Well, we do have um Karen on the line whose birth date is April twelfth, nineteen fifty one. And we're gonna go to Karen now. Um oh, great. Joanne, do you have her chart I do. ready? 
I do. Okay, fantastic. Karen, are you on the line with us? Yes. Hi, Karen. How are you? I'm fine. How are you doing? Great. I have a question for you. What do you do for a living? Um, Retired now. I I was in publishing and um, also in web design. Okay, that makes great sense. Well, first of all, let me say that um, at one point in time, and you can tell me if this is still ongoing or at one point in time in the past, you were very dominant and aggressive. Your destiny is a 14-5. This is someone who's really in charge, can be very bold, can say bold statements that might uh, throw people off. Did you ever do that? I'm pretty direct. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yes. Has that hurt your relationships? Because that one can really uh, kill a relationship, in it, you know, personal or business, because it's it's usually my way or the highway. And what's happening is is the one is the leadership, the four is the builder structure and foundation, very, very rigid, and that's, you know, it's, a builder is exact, and the five wants the freedom, so you're sort of like fighting back and forth, but you have a tendency to say, well, you know what, I'm going to do it this way regardless of what anybody says. It's very, very dominant. And then between that very dominant number, your emotional desire is the lover, the caregiver, very, very gentle, non-aggressive, whereas the first one is very aggressive. Uh-huh. And then your your personality is, I want to play and have fun and I want my freedom. Can you relate to that? Yes. The reason why you feel that way is the three is the, is the person who comes in like the social butterfly. You're wired to have fun. You never, You really never came in to work really, really hard, but you were given that four, which is the hard worker. And on top of it, your purpose was to motivate and inspire. Are you an intuitive? To some degree, yes. Okay, then the next question I want to ask you is, um, do you have any problems speaking up and expressing yourself, and do you avoid confrontation? Uh, I try to avoid uh, confrontation. Um, I tend to speak up, though. Well, how does that work? You, you You tend to avoid it, but then you speak up when you want to. Well, I speak up diplomatically. Okay. Okay. Your main challenge in this lifetime was to come in and to express yourself and to speak up and speak your truth and be 100% of who you should be as opposed to be submissive in any way. You have aggressive numbers at the same token as it says that you started off, this is what I'm reading, where at probably from childhood on you were shy, you were not able to speak up, maybe you came from a controlling environment. So it took you a while to be able to take the leadership role and to speak up. Would that be correct or not? Yes, that's correct. But are you still having that problem with being able to speak up and being 100% of who you should be? I believe I've I've come full circle and I'm 100% of what I should be now. Perfect, perfect. That is the hardest lesson there is to learn, and that one it will shut all your doors down. You have a great chart. You have a great chart of being a leader, being creative, wanting your freedom, uh, being a diplomat peacemaker. Also, your life goal is do you need downtime, loan time right now, as in uh, you're seeking the truth and wanting to have more time to yourself to be able to absorb the truth and then turn around and disseminate the information or share the information? Yes. I okay. I, uh, I have uh, quite a solitary life by preference, uh, but I have a lot of uh, friends. Very important to keep in mind, you have a very intellectual mind, and the more you go inward, the harder it's going to for you to come out. So it's really important to make sure that you do um, book your social events so that you're not top-heavy and you don't get depressed in some way because it's, it's searching, it's analyzing, and sooner or later you will blow a fuse. If you don't, you need two elements in your life. You need creativity and activity, and that balances the heavy brain. Otherwise, you're too heavy. Okay. 
You have three karmic lessons. You came in to build your own journey, your own structure, you yourself. You came in to be a caregiver in this lifetime. Have you been a caregiver? I took care of my mother for six years. Okay, check mark in the box. Your last karmic lesson was about money. Did you learn any lessons about money, making it, losing it, and then respecting it, and then being able to manage it a lot differently? Probably losing it with the economy, <laughs> and also um, uh, giving loans that don't get paid back. Okay, that makes sense. Do you have any health problems? Um, slightly overweight. Um, I had open heart surgery when I was 48, but it was a benign tumor. And sort of odd, I was an anomaly to have that at that age. But um, other than that, a little bit high blood pressure from, from as a result of that, I'm I'm okay. Okay. I'm reading a chart um, that says from April of 2012 to April of 2013, watch your health. Okay. It's not anything that I'm going to say that, you know, there's I can't see a tumor or anything like that. I get the number and I'm hearing the background. Health, health, health. So just watch your health, and if you're overweight, it's really, really important. Creativity and activity balances the heavy brain. Also, that activity, um, health-wise, losing that weight will get you fast-tracking a lot further than if you stay where you are and stay in your box. Now, that four in your destiny is a box. It will rat-trap you. It will pigeonhole you because that's where all your fears are. If you stay in the box, you keep dishing up the same old, same old. However, if you get outside that box, then there's fears because, well, what happens if I do this? So are you having any fears whatsoever? Uh, not really, and I am on a diet. Okay, I've lost great. 23 pounds. Excellent. <laughs> Very good. So I am taking care of that, yeah. Okay, great. Well, that's uh, that's about all I can say for you at this moment. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Joanne. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Karen. Thanks for participating with us. It sounded like everything was... Yes, you're welcome. It sounds like everything was um, really on target for Karen. Yeah. And we... uh, Good insights, Karen, things that will help you? I think Karen has left the line. We do have... uh, We do have our next... Karen, you're still there? Yes. Should I hang okay. up? No, I'm just wondering, is, did you find that this, this information can help you with some insights? Yes, about, very much you know, so. And fantastic. Here's the, one, here's the one thing I would suggest real quickly is put a rubber band on your wrist. It's an old trick that I use for everything. And every time you find yourself where you're being a lot more dominant you and you forget about being dominant and because you're so controlling, it might be automatic and you don't realize you're doing it. Snap the rubber band. That's to say, whoa, wait a minute here slow down a bit because most people can't handle your power. Okay. That would be a recommendation. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. I'll do that. Fantastic. Thank you, Karen, for calling in and participating. And we have Colette Martina, first and middle names, born um, December 6, 1965, on the line. Colette, are you with us? I am. Hello. There she is. And we'll give Joanne a minute. Joanne, do you have okay, Colette's I have it. Mm-hmm. chart? Okay, fantastic. If you can turn down that noise behind you, Colette, that would be helpful. Okay. I'll just turn that off. Colette, are you ready? Okay. Yes, I'm okay, ready. Okay, here we go. Thanks for quieting down so we can all hear. And um, Joanne, if you're all set, I'm you can set. tell us what you found for Colette. Okay. Colette, what do you do for a living? 
Um, I'm a nurse by trade. I do disaster work, disaster planning for public health stuff. But I'm transitioning into becoming a health coach. Excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. You have a three destiny, which is all about expressing yourself, communication skills, verbal or written. Um, I can see you in front of a microphone. However, I see a block in your throat. Can you get up in front of people, or do you feel that um, you cannot express yourself 100%? I would I am a little bit of both. I, I am forced to get up in front of people in my current job, but it's definitely... I definitely feel like I don't I don't express myself eloquently enough in day-to-day okay, great. communications. Yeah. First recommendation is to join a Toastmasters meeting in public speaking. Most people are frightened when they go there, but that's the place to go where everyone feels the same way. You make all your mistakes in front of people making mistakes and hone in on your, your uh, skills. You will make your most money through communication skills, and then you might follow up with a book. Because then your your face, your picture, and your bio is on the book, and now you become an expert, mm-hmm. which is which is fast tracking you a little bit further. That gives you a little bit more to talk around, which would be a good thing. Now, your purpose in life are you intuitive? Um, yes, I would say I am. Okay, great. That's your purpose. You came in to motivate and inspire people. And being some kind of a coach or being in front of people is ideal. Your soul desire, emotion desire is an eight. Usually uh, when you get an eight in your chart somewhere, it's medical or metaphysical in some way. This is someone who is detached, non-personal, very, very ambitious, phenomenal with management details, and the money maker. Are you a money maker? No. Why not? Well, I work for the government, so I don't make a lot of money with them. Okay. So would you say it's by choice if you went somewhere else you'd make more money? Um, yes, definitely. Okay, let me say that you are a very, very old soul. You've lived many, many lifetimes. Your main challenge in this lifetime, and there are four of them, is a zero, full completion. The only assignment you have in this lifetime, Colette, is to express yourself, to let your hair down, to be an entertainer, and to be 100% of who you should be so you're not submissive. You have aggressive numbers, but when this... Two, avoids confrontation and avoids expressing yourself. Uh, it will pigeonhole you and will um, slow down the possibilities of being successful. Do you avoid confrontation? Yes. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being high, how high is it? Um, about 7. That's pretty high. Toastmasters mm-hmm. will help you. That's step one. Are you overweight? No. Great. Perfect. So... You also have a very sharp, keen mind. You need creativity, as in out, anything outside of analytical, and you need activity to balance the heavy brain so that you're not always in your head. You've got to concentrate on the communication skills if you want to be successful in your next venture. Okay. Now, I want to say that where you are today, your opportunity for your third pinnacle, and I'm kind of like skipping around here, you're at what is known as the 18-9 pinnacle, which is the most successful vibration on the planet. The one is the leader, the eight is monetary, making money, and nine is service to mankind. Service, not trying to save mankind, because you can't do that. If you if you go with that uh, direction that you're going to save everyone, you'll, you will not be able to be successful in your personal life. This is the time from age 42 to 51 where you should be making a lot more money or advancing yourself in some ways where you are re-educating yourself or organizing yourself in some way to make more money. Communication Mm -hmm. is where I would definitely be uh, concentrating on. Now, I have a question for you. 
for 2011, did you go through something um, upsetting or disruptive or something that totally was not expected? Um, totally disruptive? No. Not at all? No. For 2011? 2011, no. Okay, let's go back. December of 2011 to December of 2012, you and a 14.5, 14.5, a double 14.5 is some sort of disruption. You did not you did not experience anything like that? Well, I, I'm trying to think. August August of 2011, I went to Somalia for a pretty um, intense disaster response. It was a humanitarian disaster, and that was pretty disruptive. That kind of made me rethink my whole direction, but nothing, like, nothing... That's it. Is that it? Okay. When, it when it shows a 14.5 over 14.5, it's, like, really disruptive. And um, this next year, from December of 2012 to December of 2013, you're going to be concentrating on your personal life. Would mm -hmm. that register with you? Yes. Okay, great. And your life yeah. goal when you get to be 50, because life goal midlife is 50, you're going into a 14.5, which is very dominant and very controlling, the leader, the builder, and wanting your freedom. This is another uh, situation where you might say, hey, it's my way or the, the highway. You're going to do it your way, and you don't want to follow somebody's direction. This is a very dominant characteristic, and it's important that um, you use a more diplomatic approach to things because it can overpower people and turn them off. Okay. But your only assignment this lifetime, Colette, is to express yourself, to stand up, to be a leader, and to um, educate I love it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Colette. Thank you. Sounds like Colette is right on track doing she exactly is. what she's meant to do. So that's Absolutely. really, really good that's news. Awesome. I'm going to give. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Colette, for calling in. I'm going to give the number again and three more names. Two I mentioned earlier, but we don't have them on the line. So if you can get ready and call in, we can go to you a little later on. The number, well, the people are Lexis Larice, born March 13, 1954, Cynthia Lynn, born January 20th, 1966. We have uh, Kenneth Wayne, March 13th, 1955. And Terry Stephen Smith, January 17th, 1961. So we'll see who can call in first to have a reading with Joanne. We have lots of questions coming in, Joanne. Uh, what is the name of your baby book again? I don't have it off the top of my head. The naming, the, naming your unborn child. What every parent-to-be should know. And you can go up to my website and look under products under baby naming. It's a free download. Oh, fantastic, because mm -hmm. a lot of people are asking about that. One woman, Anne, says that her daughter wants to name her um, child Annabella. Isn't sure how to spell it. Do you help people with good spellings of names or just names in general that, that will have certain qualities? Okay, what I do is I never pick a name because that's up to the parents to resonate with that energy and that vibration of their child. What I do is if they give me a bunch of names, three, four names, whatever, I'll do a comparative analysis on each of them, and then I'll give you the red flags as to what to look for and why this name is more balanced and this one may not be. And not, I'll recommend or not recommend. That's all I do. It's up to the parents, again, to resonate with it. But one name alone won't do it. You need the first, middle, and last name, or if there's no middle name, the first and last name. But parents should really, really, really take the time to understand this. You can also go up to my website under products, under baby naming, and there is a chart up there. It's like 38 pages, and it gives a lot of good information about 
why this is so important. Parents can better influence their children if they understand how they're wired from the inside out. They really can. And um, again, deciding if a name is balanced or not balanced so that they know which ones. And I'll give an example. When my grandson was just about to be born, um, my son and daughter-in-law picked out some names and here's what I do for a living, right? And my daughter-in-law didn't really want to pick out a name. She wanted to surprise and I said, listen, I do this every single day. I don't want a surprise. I can't even begin to tell you what's going to happen if you pick the wrong name. So my son calls me up and says, okay, Mom, would you run the names? And two of the names had the two sevens in them, which is the hermit, the intellectual. This would have been a, almost a, set, a death sentence, so to speak, in some ways for a child based on where it's positioned because it's the child who um, doesn't want to be social, doesn't know how to be social. They're wired like a robot coming into this world. And so the... One name that we picked, that they picked, that I recommended, um, had the beautiful threes in it. Well, my grandson is such a character and an entertainer. He's unbelievable. He's exactly the way we picked that name because that name revealed he'd be an entertainer. He'd have a bubbly personality. He'd be really intelligent. We picked all the numbers that we wanted for this child to be balanced. And you can do that. The only number you can't pick is the destiny. That's the day that the baby's born because, of course, we don't have the insight unless the baby was a cesarean and then we would know. So what we get is the three core characteristics, the baby's emotional desire, personality and purpose, and the lessons that child is going to come in to learn. That's a lot of information. That's incredible information. It, I beg your pardon? That's incredible information, and it's yes. so nice that you give a lot of this free information on your website. So that really will be very helpful for a lot of people. Well, I really we have, want to educate people on this because it's serious business. Like I say, I do this for a living, and there's so many people that have such a mixed bag of tricks, so to speak, in their blueprint. Some of them are just upside down, right side out, and they can't help what they were given. And a lot of people think you can just change your name, and oh, all of a sudden you have lucky numbers and you have a better life. That is not the way it works. It takes nine years for a new name to resonate, a new name, when you change that name. Then it becomes an overlay influence on top of the birth chart. And if the two sets of energies are not happy, they fight like kids. So that that is another question coming in. Karen is asking, she, she says she has many friends who have changed their names. How does this affect their numerology? It affects it in many ways. What I do, and the only way I will do a name change or check this out, and this is one of the specials if somebody is interested in doing this, we always run the birth chart first because that's where you started. That's what you were assigned you when you were born. And when you change ponies in the middle of the race by changing names, you play pin the tail on the donkey. Most of the time, you go backwards, not forward. So you either get an identical blueprint when you change a name. You get one that is slightly different or drastically different. But if there's any sets of energies that are uh, contrary to being compatible, you've got some issues on hand. I can tell you you do. And I'll give an example. I have a client that was born with these two beautiful threes, social, uh, exciting, happy, joyful, all the right characteristics. And then she married, and she knew darn well when she uh, was taking his name, she didn't want the name, but he was dominant, he was aggressive, she was afraid not to take his name. And the minute she took his name, everything changed for her. She became depressed, she became unhappy, miserable. Well, she's had the name for 15 years, and when I did a reading for her, I said, this is real simple. What you came in to experience, these beautiful threes are outgoing. Now you've turned in those outgoing beautiful numbers for being a hermit on the inside, so she's depressed all the time. I said, why don't you go back to your birth name, which is immediate, and call yourself Mr. and Mrs. in public? Well, her husband wouldn't hear of it. 
So she's miserable because the energy does not fit her. Her her body was telling her, her intuition was telling her, I do not want this name. But she couldn't speak up because she had an issue with avoidance of confrontation. She didn't want to deal with him. She was frightened of him. So these things that come from childhood, they determine the direction you go and based on your choices. Yes, and Deborah Jean is writing in saying um, she's wondering if she should change back to her maiden name because her life became increasingly confusing ever she, since she got married. So does that happen a lot? Women get married and, and their life changes and they're confused as to what's going on? Oh, definitely. Oh, very definitely. But I don't recommend, you know, going backwards. The thing of it is is you want to know where you started and then you want to see the name that you have now and you want to do a comparative analysis so you can see what's going on here. Right. And if it's been a long-term um, name change, like a 25, 30-year marriage, and you think you want to go back, well, you've already conformed to that energy. Nine years or longer, it becomes an overlay dominant influence. So before you start, you know, changing things around, you certainly want to know what you're changing it from or to. Amazing. Think of all the billions of women who've changed their yeah. names, not knowing yeah. the effect it was going to have on them. And the other thing, too, is when you get a reading and you can see the before and the after, and maybe the after is a good deal for you but not necessarily, then you can do what I call a workaround. You have an understanding of why you behave this way and why you behave that way and what triggers you to behave in either direction. So all this information is like a control center again. It's giving you all the feedback that you cannot find this anywhere else. I don't know where you would find this kind of information. And the only system I know that accurately uh, decodes the alphabet is a Chaldean um, series of numbers. It's an ancient series of numbers, number system, or metrics for that matter. It's a metric system. And everything in life is named and numbered. There isn't anything that is not associated with a number. And why would I want to be give, any different? I want to give the phone number again and the names again. The phone, uh, the names are Lexis Lurice, March 13, 1954, Cynthia Lynn, January 20, 1966, Terry Stephen Smith, January 17, 1961, and Kenneth Wayne, March 13, 1955. The number to call is 206-402-0100. You'll be asked for a conference ID and password. For both, you enter 985-639-POUND. Then raise your hand when you're there, any of those people I called. And right now we have Anne-Marie Kaufman ready. Um, we have Joanne ready to uh, let us know what Anne-Marie's chart tells us. And Anne-Marie, if you can mute your computer and uh, uh, have quiet. Computer's there, are not you? on. I'm here. Okay, great. Fantastic, Anne-Marie. Okay. Joanne, are you all set? Okay. I'm all set. Hi, Ann. How are you? Hi. I'm delighted to be on. Thank well, you. good. I have a couple questions for you. Yes. First of all, you also have that dominant 14-5 destiny, very dominant, usually your way or the highway. It's the builder. You're exact in everything you do because the builder is exact, but yet you want your freedom. You want to be progressive. Do you still, I know because of your age, you might have gone through a lot of conditioning and personal development. Do you still find that that, that is more dominant for you? Uh, I was pretty much lived in my head and was dominant till I turned 40, and then I realized I was going to kill myself if I kept going there, and I moved into my heart. All so right. um, I don't feel like a builder anymore. Okay. I feel I'm pretty much uh, 
Yeah, more, more into the flow. Okay, very good. That's uh, that's excellent because some of these characteristics take years to um, soften or to be a little bit um, easier on you because you have dynamic numbers. Your soul desire or emotion desire should be very joyful, very creative. This is someone um, who wants to express himself. What do you do for creativity? That's not analytical. Uh, I, well, after I retired, I did art, but I've been doing art. I'm, I'm writing now. I wrote a book, and I wrote it for myself because I didn't want to go through all the publishing garbage. Um, and uh, my my mantra has been for years, joy is my path. All I need to do is follow it. And when I took access consciousness, I found I was a three-year-old skipping through life in a 71-year-old body. So a lot of that really fits. Wonderful, because the three is like the little girl wanting to play in the sandbox, and the three can really fool you or get you off track because you have some very dominant numbers. The 14-5 was dominant. Your personality is detached, non-personal, um, really, really good with details. And at one point in time, were you a moneymaker? That doesn't feel like me at all. I'm pretty much 15 out of 16 feeler on Myers-Briggs, and I totally, my connectedness is my, my purpose in life, and I love people, and I love connecting, and I'm not, not details at all okay well dietitian i hated it well at at one point in time the the four and the five let's put it this way the force is that you would be really really structured and you would might have been stuck in your own place because it is structure and it is somebody who would be afraid to get outside that box the three gets outside the box and the four wants you to be in the box so there's no fears did you have fears at one point in time Right now, I'm dealing with uh, with um, fear of getting out of a box. Yeah, I mean, there you I go. Really well, that's that's what I'm life. About. I have everything I want, and uh, you know, I I don't. But then, you know, yeah. Okay. Well, not enjoying it as much as I should. <laughs> exactly. Well, we're talking the same story. Now, okay. your purpose in life, which you aspired to be, was you were here to motivate and inspire people. And if you were intuitive, were you intuitive along the way? I am. I uh, that's coming out like when I meditate that in the third eye. Just I can really feel that area. Yes. Excellent. Well, writing a book or communication skills is awesome for you because you're expressing yourself. You want to motivate people. You're also a diplomat, peacemaker. And where you are now in your life goal from age 50 on is you're going forward. You're working on your personal life, and you're more of a hermit or going inward, seeking the truth, and you want to turn around and educate people on that information. Are you doing that? My book is called Finding My Joy Inside Out. Perfect. Yes, that's, that's, I am going inside because I run around taking all these teleseminars and I get totally overwhelmed with it and uh, it's kept me from going inside so I keep getting sent back inside. In fact, the little girl in my heart when I go down, you know, I'm running around in the head chatter mm-hmm. and uh, I look down there and she's going, duh, come down to the heart. There you go. <laughs> Okay, interesting. Now, do you avoid confrontation? Um, depends upon who it's with. If it's a mother figure, I'll go for the kill. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know, like I play tennis with somebody when they try to tell me what to do. So, not really. Okay, but but you just said you'll go for the kill when you when you determine what you want to go after. You go after it. Otherwise, you don't. Right. I don't confront for just for the fun of it, no. I, I'm not saying confront for the fun of it. I'm just saying it's what I'm trying to find out is you show that your soul quality, too, is a diplomat, peacemaker, very sensitive, that you would probably avoid confrontation, but that 14-5 is so dominant, you could choose somebody up and spit them out very easily if, if you were triggered or pushed. Yes. 
Okay. Yes, like when I went to the doctor's office and I was kept waiting a, an hour and a half, I paced around like crazy and I let her know I was sitting in hell for an hour and a half. Okay. Yes. That would be correct. Now, uh, one of your karmic lessons this lifetime, you came in to be a caregiver. Have you been a caregiver? I this guess to a partner, to children. Are, I don't. I don't like being a caregiver. But have you been? Um, as a mother, I had to. T- when we got divorced, I took care of my son. Okay, and well, that's a caregiver. You came in in this lifetime, whether you want to do it or not. You oh, yeah, zero- I adopted him because I definitely wanted to be a mother. So yes. Okay, great, great. Now you have a very I intellectual be a caregiver for my for my partner. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have a very intellectual mind, which you need creativity and activity. Are you incorporating those two elements? I don't. I, I try to get rid of my mind, and uh, so yes. Um, and but I'm always go to the library and seek out new books. I'm always on getting new seminars and new information. Yes, for so the things that interest me, I definitely seek out, and uh, I always am needing to learn new. Yes. Okay, great. So I have a question um, from July of 2012 to July of 2013. So that's going into next year. You're going through something personal, and there's disruption, and there's changes going on. Would that be correct or not? Not to my knowledge. No changes on a personal level, like moving or finances or anything that would be disruptive? Um, I sold out of the stock market February, and I don't know where to invest my money, so I'm thinking with my Roth IRA that I need to go into a self-directed IRA and do that, and that's one of the things that uh, I'm not comfortable with. And rightly I... so. Rightly so. What, what this is saying is this is risky business this year from July of 2012 to July of 2013. Be very, very careful when you go to manage your money or what you do with it. This says, I'm hearing in the background, risky business, risky business. So make sure. Oh, yeah, you... I, I did join Elevation Group, and they're all fear-based, and I've danced <laughs> around them for a year, and I'm watching all the newsletters. And uh, I'm tempted to play, and I won't. And gold feels, they keep saying go to gold, gold to gold, and I keep getting no, 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 no. Um, buying rental, I've got two rental properties, and uh, managing them isn't fun, but I get that that's where I'm comfortable. So if a good buy comes up on a house, I probably will go into a self-directed IRA and do that. I'm uncomfortable sitting in cash because um, with hyperinflation, eventually that may not be worth anything. Right. Okay, well, that's what I got. Um, watch what you do with the money, and then the following year, is there anyone that you are going to eliminate from your life, like you don't see someone anymore or someone's going away that you know of? Not that I know of. I have a friend in California that's manic-depressive, and I don't know that I'm going to go see her that much anymore. But, you know, no, nobody that's significant. I have lost a lot of people. Okay. Death, you know, in fact, one of my best friends died, and she comes back to me as a spirit guide. And when did she pass? <sighs> Several years ago. Okay. Well, this shows came back really interesting. Uh, she took me through a forest of people, and the tent was empty, and she's just glowing, and she said, it's all an illusion. It is. It and, really is. And I've done Morgana Ray's Money Honey, and that's essentially what I got out of that, too, after I killed the money monster and everything disappeared, that it's all an illusion. It is an illusion. Oh, I'm doing a lot of work towards uh, Mashur and towards the fifth dimension. Good, good, good. 
Okay, and, well, uh, what that, that said. Those more fields, yeah. Um, so when I changed my name, um, I, I feel really comfortable with this name much more so than my maiden name. So it's a good number for me, right? Well, I don't know what your maiden name was. If I would do a comparative analysis, I would tell you the differences between the two. If you feel that it's a better fit energy-wise, it probably is. There are t times when you will get a better blueprint than what you started with, but usually it's not you know, on a regular basis here. You usually go backwards, but, but you're saying that the energy feels good, so I would assume that without well, being I able to... Well, I added an E on the Anne in high school because that's the only thing I could do with it, and then uh, I went from Wisbom to Kaufman, and I just love Kaufman, well, and I did, I did not like who I grew up in, is, is, so I, I, I feel like I'm me in this good. name. Well, then good. Then, then you're right on target. That's, that's really, really great. So I wish but, you well. And I thank you so much. That's really helpful. I, I'm surprised that I am as intellectual and as builder because I keep trying to stay in the feelings, but the feelings drive me nuts. So. Well, you're very intellectual. You can't get away from that. And your life goal has a seven in it. So you're, you mar probably act more like a hermit seeking the truth and then whatever you do with the information. So you need creativity and activity. Otherwise, you stay uh, stagnant and you'll blow a fuse in your brain because it's too much heavy power going on. It's not yeah, happy well, I stuff. Do, I do go out and I play sports. I'm in ex excellent health. I, oh, I do a lot of sports and I travel and I connect with people that way. And very I skip, skip around spreading joy when I can. <laughs> okay, very, very good. Well, I wish you well. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Anne-Marie, for calling in. We do have uh, Terry on the line, uh, Terry, middle name Stephen, from Phoenix. We're going to take a call first from Rhode Island, though. We'll get to Terry in one minute. Um, we do have a caller from Rhode Island. I'm not sure if it's a question or a person whose name I called. So, hello, Rhode Island. Are you with us? Hi, I'm with you. Okay. And um, are you one of the names that I called for a reading? No, I wish I were. Okay. And do you have a what question do you have for Joanne? A general question. Um, well, I had two different people do my numbers, and one person told me my married name was a master number 33, and then I had another person recently do my numbers, and they said that um, I should go back to my maiden name because my master name, my ma married name is a five. And I don't know who to listen to or where I should go next to find out what's good for me. Okay, the, the answer is you're probably... Uh, having this run by the, using the Western system of numbers, which is totally inaccurate. Now, when, it, when you're running your destiny or your life path, it's called life path in the Western system and the destiny in the Chaldean system, it's really hard to screw up your birth date, but a lot of people get it wrong. So it depends on when you're saying that you're this or that, that means nothing to me because there are nine elements in your blueprint, and one alone doesn't mean anything. It's a combination of everything. So if you're going to have your numbers run, it should be with Chaldean numerology if you want accuracy. Okay. That's based on sound and phonics, whereas the other system is based on the alphabet. If you were to write an A through Z on a piece of paper and start in the very beginning from an A and you wrote down 1 through 9, 1 through 9, 1 through 9, all the way to the end of the alphabet, it's very cold and distorts the vibrational patterns of the name, and you will not get accuracy with that. Wow. That makes a lot of sense. That feels right that's yeah. that's great and yeah because i i like i said i don't know what to do because one person told me i should go back to my maiden name to go forward with my work 
and the other person says, no, 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 don't go change your path because your master numbers don't change No, no, that's number. bad advice, and most people don't even know what they're talking about. Is the two master numbers are 11 and 22. 11, 2 to motivate, inspire, and 22, 4 is the master builder. So when you're when you're throwing out a number here and there, it means it doesn't mean anything until you've had it done correctly. This is called an investment in yourself. Instead of you right. changing a name and playing pin the tail on the donkey, not knowing what you're going to get, if you're, you might get something a lot worse than what you started with. Well, that's what I'm afraid of. And with the with the two of them being totally different, giving me totally different advice, um, you know, I I didn't know which way to go. And and I know the first one um, said she uses a combination of the the Caladian and the Pag I don't know how to say it. But it's Pythagorean, and they're and they're talking. They do not know what they're talking about. The Pythagorean really is the Chaldean system. The Chaldean system um, is was at the era when Pythagoras was around, and he studied with the Chaldean pre-scientists. The other system came 400 years later. Pythagoras wasn't even around, but his student who betrayed him said, "Hey, this is a system of choice." But nobody ever questioned it because. They just put a stamp on it, and, and from there I would suggest that if you uh, want to know the differences between the two, do a little history, um, trip back in time, and see how you track back the Western system. You will not be able to trace it, but you can trace the West, the uh, Chaldean system, rather. Okay. All right. That sounds great. Yeah, because I'm really at a point in my life where, you know, I want to move move forward. I've just retired and, and go full-time into my um, holistic and intuitive career, and I want to know what is the best Oh, definitely. You need to have the vibration. Well, you can buy one of the, our our offers, and with the offer, you get your birth chart, and then you get, if you have multiple names, you get the, the current name. So you get the first one, and you get the current one, which will give you all that information that you need. Right. Okay, thanks. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. One more quick question. I don't want to hold you up. You said don't ever go back. To your, you can't go backwards to your maiden name. Is that right? No, I never said that. Oh, I'm sorry. I you can always that. go backwards any time to your maiden name because you were assigned that at a birth. It's yours by birth. The problem is, is you need to make sure you have one name. So in other words, you don't go back to your birth name and you still are using a legal name. You're still mixing energies. When you cut and run and go back, it's immediate. When you change your name, it takes nine years for the new name to resonate 100%. Nine years is a long time. In the meantime, um, the two are either working together or working against each other, and it will create internal power struggles. You will not understand where the difficulty is coming from. You would not expect that it would come from a name. Right, exactly, and and that's what I'd like to find out as well, if the two are conflicting and what's the better way to go. And, exactly. And you have that in your, uh, is that in your special offer? One of yes. Your... Okay, great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. That's... Yeah, you're welcome. That has been really informative and great. Thank you. Uh, thanks so much for calling in. We have an thanks anonymous so caller, and I'm wondering if that is a person whose chart uh, Joanne has prepared. So let's go to the anonymous caller. Hello, are you there? You have your hand raised. Hi there, who's on the line? Go on to Terry in Phoenix. Terry has been waiting, and uh, Joanne has the birth chart for Terry, middle name Stephen, January 17th, 1961. Okay. So, Terry, are you with us? Did Terry raise his hand? We have, uh... okay, hi, Terry. Yes, hello. Hello there. Hi, How are you? welcome. Yes, I'm here. Terry, what do you oh. do for a living? A uh, realtor and a uh, commodities trader. 
Ooh, are you making a lot of money? Yes. Yeah, you would. Your destiny is the money maker, very ambitious, brilliant with details, focus, focus, focus. You're detached. It's not about the money that, that gets you the excitement. It's the opportunities and the doors that open for you. That's your destiny, and that is a fixed sign. And on your heart line, you have the same thing. You have a double eight, which is all about money. Now, let me ask you this question, and, and please don't take this wrong. Are you more preoccupied with the materialistic goods of life as opposed to the spiritual side? Yes. Okay. Have you delved into or started to even seek out what's in the spiritual side of life? Yes. Okay, great. Yes. So how how long have you been involved in that? Well, I just started going back to church, and I haven't been to church in 40 years. Good for you. That's really, really great. Okay. Yes. That's very good. Uh, I used to go. I used to go to church, kicking and screaming, with um, ranting and raving, and uh, and just decided a couple about a month ago. Hey, I'm going back to church. Good for you. So, yeah. And the reason for that is your purpose in life is the bull, the fourteen five, in that the leader, the builder, and wanting your freedom. But when you make up your mind, boy, that's it. You don't care what anybody thinks. You are on your way. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. I actually. Um, in my real estate, I, I um, contribute 20% of my commissions to educate people on the on how important iodine in, is in the diet to prevent okay. cancer. And um, I get a lot of pushback, and I, a lot of crazy people say, "Why are you why are you um, donating your commissions?" You know, and I buy a book, I, I buy um, ten at a time, and I, and I end up giving them away to people that. Good for you. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Well, your personality yeah. is a lover, the caretaker, really caring about people, and I can't think of a, a better um, opportunity than to take knowledge that you know and you share it. Now, I have a question. Did you ever feel like you didn't belong in the family you grew up in or that you've just never felt like you were like everyone else and you felt like you came from another planet? Yes. Do you still feel that way? Yes, I do. Okay, let I'm, me just, yeah. Let me just say this. You have a, a difficult combination in your development area. You have a seven, a seven, and a seven, and a zero. That means you're an, the zero means you're an old soul, and the seven was your first challenge from age childhood to 28. Your main challenge from birth to death is a seven, and your third and last challenge from 55 on is seven. You are so intelligent that you came in like a robot instead of a human being's body. The sevens are the hermit. They go inward. They're shy. They don't speak up. They avoid confrontation. They cannot handle any kind of drama whatsoever. You got it three times. And the, the fourth one is completion. You've lived many, many lifetimes. So this makes a person feel dysfunctional. You might have also, some point in time in life, felt like you wanted to check out because you just weren't like everybody else. This is sort of like the checkout number. It's the analytical number. It's seeking the truth and turning around and educating people. But if you don't have creativity embedded in all of this intellectual, analytical uh, brainwaves, it's going to get you uh, off track because there's nothing that makes you feel excited. You're, you would be more depressed than anything else. Does that sound like you? Yeah, I'm going to go buy a guitar and pick up guitar. Um, there you go. Again. I, I haven't played in about 30 years. Good for so. you. I decided, you know, I'm just going to – the thing, my love life is uh, I can't buy a thrill, basically. Um, I don't know, can you speak to my love life, romance? Um, no, because that's something you choose. It's based on your okay. your free will and choice. But I will say this, from January of 2012 to January of 2013, you've been in a um, 
actually, let's see, 47, 48, 49, 50, and 51. You've been working on yourself, but more importantly, this year, you've been going through um, disruption. Disruption, like things aren't smooth sailing, a risky business. There's a lot of changes going on, and you you might not like changes. No, I, uh, normally I don't. Yeah, are you going through changes? Not really. I mean, I'm stay. I, I went through changes four years ago. I broke up with my um, my girlfriend that we were together on and off for 20 years. Mm-hmm. That was a major change four years ago in 08. So that's the, the 45 says risky business around money. Just be really, really careful. This is going forward. This is building, and this is one in your freedom. And during this time, um, there's well. I heard in the background that, of course, you're looking for a partner, so there is some disruption going there. You should have a partner um, next year. Actually, January of 2013 to 14, you're in a 166, which is all about the lover, the caretaker. I'd be shocked if you called me back and said, no, I don't have a partner. And if you don't have a partner, it's because, A, you didn't make the effort, you haven't gotten out there, and um, there could be a lot of other reasons. But next year is a really good environment to meet someone. Okay. I was born on the same day as Benjamin Franklin. Does that have anything to do with anything? I, no. I kind of I act like him a lot. Well, you might, but no. Okay. And if, if we're looking at uh, where you are now, is you are actually in a completion year the rest of your life from age 46 on. Endings in completion, that means you might change jobs, you might move, you might uh, change relationships. You get rid of what doesn't serve you and go forward. But your big... Um, your big uh, point in time right now is service to mankind, and that's what you're doing with disseminating that information. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's amazing how many people say, well, iodine is in salt, so I don't need it. Well, the iodine they put in salt is so minuscule that it will it will actually um, prevent goiter, but it's not going to prevent cancer. So. Well, see, you have information that other people do, so the right thing to do is to share it. And if you can put it in a book and publish it, even better. That makes you an expert. Well, there's a guy that actually um, iodine, why you need it and why you can't live without it. Doc, Dr. Brownstein has already put it into a book. It's a phenomenal book. And I just buy, this year I bought 30 already and I've given them away. Next year I'll Great. probably buy, I don't know, 100. Really so. good. Just it's a phenomenal one. book. Great. Uh, Terry, keep one thing in mind. It is really imperative that you have surround yourself with creativity that's not analytical because you've got all this heaviness around you, the intellect, um, the seeking the truth, the reading, the growing, all this stuff. You need something to offset it. Otherwise, you spend way too much time in your head and you will blow a fuse. You is won't be fun to be around. Up, is that taking up guitar? No, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Because I have to do something with my mind or, like you said, I blow a 50-ounce fuse. That would, right, that's you need to harness... You need to harness it. But if you if you have the two elements of creativity and activity, then you will be more balanced. And then all of a sudden, the, the antennas go up. Um, the opportunities come your way that you're not even paying attention because you're in the happy mode instead of the heavy mode. And right. your last two um, birthday cycles, which is emotional from age 28 to 55 and 55 the rest of your life, you're in a double eight. You should be making boatloads of money. I will. Yeah, no question. Absolutely. Absolutely. So You're looking good. Yeah, you're right on track. Yeah, making money's never been a problem for me. It's always right. been connecting with um with people and because I am I'm brainiac. I mean I'm a yeah. The seven. I mean, uh, it's I've all the seven. That, I've been told that so many times that, yep. you know, you're just way too smart for your own good. That's right. So, yeah. And that's the problem because you can't 
The only way you can balance those heavy-duty hermit numbers is to have creativity. That's the only way you can do it. Creativity and activity, that's it. Right? Pick up a guitar? That's it? Yeah, because that that is a challenge. You know, you see these people playing, and you think, oh, that was easy. And then when you get one, and you're trying to do the chords, and you're trying to remember, uh, it's very difficult. It's not easy. Well, let's put it this way. Your life goal from age 50 on and you're in it by a year, you have a 13 for it. It says watch your health, and three is creative, creative, creative. So communication skills, verbal or written communication skills, as long with hobbies. You know, you could be um, photography or painting or dancing. It could be any of those things, but you absolutely have to have more of that than the intellectual part of you because you've got so many heavy sevens in your chart. That's it. Yeah. Well, you can see my library. If you saw my library, I don't doubt it. (laughs) Thanks so much, Terry, for calling in, and Joanne for generously giving your time. We have Lexis Larice who um, says she is on the line, but I'm not sure if she's the anonymous caller, so we're going to go to that call right now. The person whose hand is up and it's Hello, can you hear me? Yes, hi. Who's on the line? Hi, it's Lexis Larice. How are you? Okay, we weren't sure if it was you since it said anonymous. Okay, great. Okay, Joanne, we have Lexis. Uh, Larice, born March 13th, 1954. Okay, great. Lexis, how are you? Oh, I'm fine, thank you. How are oh, you? I'm so I'm, glad I'm you're taking great. my call. Um, what do you do for a living? Uh, well, two things. I'm a medic in the oil fields up north in Canada temporarily, and I was, and I'm trying to put back together again, uh, body, mind, and soul detox as a nutritional consultant and an energy worker. I'm trying to do that online. Very good. Very good. Well, your destiny is aggressive. You're great with details, uh, ambition, uh, making money uh, on your soul desire or emotional desire. This is all about you being a lover, a caretaker, and very nurturing to people, which is really great in the metaphysical field. And your personality is the builder of structure and foundation. You can be have a tendency to be too rigid or too square, so to speak. Does that make sense? It sure does. And you have a hard time getting outside that box. If you write a four on a piece of paper and put a line across, you'll see a box. It's rigid. It keeps you from growing because the ideal ticket is to get outside that box. But if you're fearful of, well, what if I do this and what happens here, the what-ifs will kill you and they half the time never happen. So if you keep dishing out what you've always done, it's repetition and you know it's safe and sound and you're in control. But the minute you get outside that box, you're out of control. Now the question I want to ask you is, Hmm? Sounds like me. Okay. You're in a personal year uh, this year from March of 2012 to March of 2013 in a three. You came in to speak up, speak your truth, be aggressive, and to be more of an entertainer and having a little bit more fun. Do you have a block or feel like there's a block in your throat? Do you avoid confrontation? I, I would love to avoid confrontation. It seems to find me wherever I go. And I am hypothyroid, so that's the block in the throat. Okay. Okay. You, your main challenge from birth to death and from age 55 on is a two, which says um, you, you would avoid confrontation unless you really had to. This is someone who really needs to stand up and express yourself 100% without afraid of hurting someone's feelings. So you're 100%. Otherwise, you start deactivating these characteristics. And your life goal from 50 on is service to mankind. And your purpose in life is taking the leadership role, implementing your own ideas. Now, you have three karmic lessons in this lifetime. Your first one is you came in to build your own journey. You could marry or inherit 
assets, but you had to do it yourself. You had to have the ticky mark in the box to say, I am worth this. Look what I can do, and I'm being paid for this. Can you relate to that? Very much so. The first man that I was married to, we had nothing when we got married, but he was a millionaire when we divorced. And uh, I had a tremendous amount of money at my disposal at one point, and I seemed to have found a way to give it all away, and now I'm determined to become a millionaire again. That's great. So what you've learned along the way is the lesson of money, and that is your other karmic lesson. You have a zero on the eight, which says you came in to, to have it, to lose it, and then have to learn how to manage it again. Sounds like me, very much so. Okay, and you also came in to be a caregiver. Have you been a caregiver? I raised seven children all by myself. Wow, God bless you. And I seem to nurture everybody. (laughs) Well, you know what's what's happening is on your heart line, you have a six, which is the lover, the caretaker. Sooner or later, you need to stop and look around and say, I cannot save the world. I can serve the world. But if you don't start taking care of yourself, there will be nothing left over for you, no assets, um, no energy. It's very, very important for you to shift directions now and take care of yourself first. Uh, because of your age, there's no reason I would imagine, I don't know your circumstances, but it's not like you have a lot of children at home, right? Nope, they're all gone. Okay, great. So now you can concentrate on yourself and what you need, but as long as you keep, you know, it's an a girl, it's a good feeling that you can help all these people and do this, but at the end of the day, what do you have? Yeah, so I've spent this, uh, I've had four terrible years, and lost just about everything. And this past year, it's been about putting me back together again, and I've learned that it has to be about me first. Oh, absolutely. What happened in um, 2009? Was that a bad year? Uh, My second husband passed away October 31st, um, 2008. Mm -hmm. And in 2009, I was hit by a car from behind, and all my assets were wiped out with that car accident. I'm sorry. That shows really big in your chart, and then it shows for 2011, 2012, 2013, and 2014, um, you're still going to go through some emotional difficulties, of course, until everything is laid out and nailed down and you feel really, really good about yourself. There's going to be disruption, and it's attitude. If your attitude was shifted so you work through whatever it is you have to do without you know, losing your cool and being upside down and right side out, you'll get through it a lot better. But in particular, it looks like uh, March of 2012 to March of 2013. This is going to get a little bit better for you. Last year was difficult. This year is going to be better or should start to get better for you. And then the following year, watch your health. Okay. Just watch your health. And I'm not looking at anything. When I see certain numbers, it means health. And when I hear it in the background, when I'm channeling, it says health. It just says watch your health. Are you overweight? I'm sorry, what was the question? Are you overweight? No, not at all. I'm a nutrition consultant. I'm perfectly balanced. Perfect. That's great. Okay, well, it does show that you've had, actually, it looks like from age uh, 52 all the way to current has been a little bit difficult for you. Very much. Yeah, it's there there in the chart. Now, where you are, your fourth and last pinnacle, which is known as the... the, um, open door opportunities, you're in a four, you're rebuilding your life. That's where you are now. That's the four. It's a builder of structure and foundation. You either are building or rebuilding, and in your case, you're rebuilding. So you're actually right on track. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. Good to know. Yep. Good to know. Much. Thank you, Lexis. We're so glad you were able to join us.
uh, Joanne, your insights have been remarkable. I think there's no question that the insights that you have are just laser-like and amazing. We have a question coming in, which I think um, is a good one. It's general. She's saying, so many puzzle pieces are showing up for me. Obviously, the universe is trying to give me some strong messages. I am in torment for the last year. Don't know quite where else to turn. Any suggestions or help available? Joanna, I'm wondering, what are your thoughts as we talk about planetary changes and shifts that people are going through? Are you seeing that a lot with your clients? Is there something in the numbers that's general for all of us about the times we're going through and any advice you might have? Well, let's put it this way. That's kind of like a yes or no, and that's a, that's a really uh, blanketed question, but let me boil it down this way. It's important for you to understand your strengths and weaknesses and where you are and what you've resolved, what you haven't resolved. People going through all kinds of issues now, mostly financial. Well, there's three, the financial, health, and relationships. Those are the three top that people are going through. And you'll find that as you go through these experiences, I'm finding that more and more women are becoming more spiritual. They're seeking the truth. They're going forward, and their partners are not going with them. I have more women between 50s and 60s that age group where they're leaving their husbands behind because they're not participating and they feel this void and this emptiness. So I think everybody has to take into consideration, obviously, their finances. Um, that drives or dictates what you can and can't do. Even if you want to you know, expand a business, you might not be able to. And then the dynamics of the family and then the dynamics of the decisions you made. For example, if you decide to get divorced and you think it's going to be nice, nice, and it turns out to be a nightmare and you lose everything and you never anticipated that, or maybe you would have done a contract marriage and maybe you would not have made that decision. Our decisions are what trap us. And we're in this age of enlightenment. And it's very, very important to keep grounded and um, to balance off, you know, the physical with the mental so that you don't spin out of control. And the other thing, too, is, for example, if you have the threes and fives in your chart, you can very easily spin out of control because these elements are like a kite blowing here, blowing there, blowing everywhere. They don't like controls or constraints. And if you can't control that, that then what happens is you might start spending, drinking, drugs. It could be virtually any overindulgence because you are avoiding confrontation or you can't handle what's in front of you and you spin out of control because you're looking you're looking to move away from reality. So you take whatever you can take and you get yourself in trouble. So there are a thousand reasons why people are going through all this. If that caller would like to call me direct, I will make her a recommendation that will help her a lot. Okay, that was from Judith in Norristown. So Judith, get in touch with Joanne and she can help you further. That would be yeah, great. Yeah, someone who can really set the, the record straight and go back in time and help you understand what's going on and she'll give you exercises. She's, she's what I would call a spiritual rotorooter in the fifth dimension. She's got over 40 years in and she is exact. Amazing. And your readings have been amazing, Joanne. And the bottom line is this is a tool that can really help us. So that was a general question, but individually we all have our blueprint, as you've explained, and you are able to tell us what that blueprint is and really guide us. So for people who are interested in finding out more, you have an incredible offer today that is a huge discount from your charts. Can you tell us, Joanne, everyone can go to thewisdomshow.com and click on Archives and Special Offers, and you will see Joanne's picture and the Special Offer button. You can follow along. Joanne, this is so incredibly generous of you, and this will help so many people uh, answer the questions that they have. So can you tell us exactly what is in the offer today? I sure can. Okay, if you're using your birth name, you get your birth chart 
you get a 30-minute channeled personal consultation. Both the chart and um, the audio are emailed to you electronically, so there's nothing mailed to you. You get that right away. If you have multiple names and you're no longer using your birth name, then you get your birth chart and you get your current name. The current name is your current read, but that doesn't help you if I don't know where you start and I don't know what the issues are. You can always tell between the two charts what's the trouble or what needs to be fixed or what part um, that you need to address. So getting the two charts, so what you're actually getting is you get a read of the birth chart, then you get a read of the second chart, and I do a comparative analysis. So you're getting a lot more for um, than really you're actually paying for. But I have the ability to do this. I want everyone to understand where they started, where they are, what's happening to them, so they can change, take a, take the effect of moving forward and fast-tracking their life. But until you know uh, what's broken, how are you going to fix it, and then how are you going to know who to go to? So this package is $179, whether you get the one chart and a reading or you get the two charts and um, the two readings. It depends on you know uh, which category you fall under. And then the way this works is when the orders come in, then I send you an email and I ask you for very specific information. That would be your name, your birthday. <coughs> Yes, okay, that technical issue has cleared up. Okay, I'm sorry, Joanne. Can you go okay. ahead now and explain that again? Okay, so what you're getting is you're getting either one chart and the reading or two charts and two readings and a comparative analysis, and that will set the record straight, and that's a lot of information. A lot of people say, well, I record it, so you're going to get the audio, and you can replay it again, and the charts and the audios are electronically delivered, so they are emailed to you. And the way this works is the orders come in, and then I send out an email to you asking for specific information. I need your first name, middle name, last name, and birth date. And then if you're not using that name, what the current name is, and some other information. And then I generate the charts, and I send them back to you within 72 hours, Monday through Friday. And then what we do is I, as soon as I start getting your information back, then I schedule the reading. And it's on a first-come, first-served basis. So if, if a... Um, a number of orders come in. It is first come, first serve, and the way it works is the way you get booked, and you maybe have to wait two weeks to get the reading. You might get a little bit more time because you need it just because of the way um, you were scheduled. It always works out that way. People seem to get a lot more than what the offer is itself, and that's just because that's the universal way of planning something that I couldn't have planned as well as, as the universe. Yes, you definitely, I know you did with me, you took so much time, Joanne, and you had so many great insights. This is this is an incredible tool, and it's being offered at a 64% discount. So if you're feeling that this is something that really resonates with you and something that could help you with what you're going through, which I know it can, and Joanne has demonstrated that it can, then you will want to look at this special offer package at thewisdomshow.com. Go under Archives and Special Offers and click on the Special Offer button next to Joanne's picture. Well, Joanne, thank you so much again. You took so much time and energy with us today. You've shared so much wisdom. Thank you very much. We You're appreciate it. And I want to thank everyone for joining us. We appreciate all of you who participated. Find out more at thewisdomshow.com if this is something that you'd like to look further into. We want to thank all of you, and we look forward to seeing you next time on The Wisdom Show. for joining us. Be sure to visit us at thewisdomshow.com for access to archives of previous shows 
and special discount packages offered by our world-renowned experts. Thanks to InternetAudioHub.com for our state-of-the-art broadcast sound. InternetAudioHub.com is available for all of your Internet audio needs. We look forward to joining you next time on The Wisdom Show. Thank you.